Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Officers in D.C. schools, residents express support and concerns. I'm Melissa Howell. A detailed report on sex abuse by priests in Baltimore is ordered released. I'm Dan Ronan. A powerful winter storm hit Southern California, leaving thousands without power. It's 12 midnight. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by General Steel. I'm Matt Piper in New York. The National Weather Service is calling a storm hitting out west, one of the strongest ever to hit southwest California. KCBS TV's Joy Benedict is in Palmdale. Palmdale. Palmdale, California. We got snow coming down. It's called the high desert. Huge chunk. So it was quite a sight Saturday morning when giant snowflakes fell from the sky. Me and my son, we went and played around in the snow. We got got our dogs out, let them run around in it. It's fantastic. Tom Fornis couldn't help but capture the moment. A rare occurrence in this part of California. Four new crew members are slated to fly to the International Space Station with an early Monday morning launch from the Kennedy Space Center. The SpaceX Dragon crew is led by Commander Steve Bowen, one of two Americans to serve as a submariner and fly in space. He tells CBS News the operational difference is huge. A submarine crew, for example, is in complete control while on the space station. We don't operate it directly on orbit for the most part. It's operated from the Earth and the science is run from Huntsville and each of the mission controls centers around the world contribute to the operation. Bowen flew three space shuttle missions in three years to help build the station, performing seven spacewalks. This is the first time he's staying there to live and work. Peter King, CBS News at the Kennedy Space Center. The first Leopard battle tanks pledged to Ukraine have arrived in that country. Ukrainians remain defiant in their fight against Russia. Correspondent Charlie Dagana is near Kiev. Day one of the invasion began with a brutal firefight that would prove pivotal early in the defense of Kiev. The Battle of Hostomel Airport. Russian forces were deployed to secure the cargo airfield not more than 10 miles from the capital itself. They were Call sign Starsky was among the small team of inexperienced soldiers stationed at the airport. These are Russian paratroopers. Exactly, they're elite troops. We had up to 200 men. Essentially a handful of people who had never pulled the trigger in their lives. WNBA player Brittany Griner received a standing ovation at the NAACP Image Awards on BET tonight. It feels so good to be here, especially with my beautiful, amazing wife and with all of y'all here today. I want to thank I want to thank everyone and let's keep fighting to bring home every American still detained overseas. Griner spent months in a Russian prison on drug charges. She was released in December in a prisoner swap with Russian arms dealer Victor Bout. Angela Bassett was named Entertainer of the Year by the organization. This is CBS News. Business owners, General Steel can help save you thousands by owning your own custom-designed buildings. Call 888-98-STEEL or visit GeneralSteel.com. It's 1203 Sunday, February. 
I'm Stephanie Gaines Bryant. The top local stories we're following this hour. Supporters of Ukraine rallied Saturday at the Lincoln Memorial, marking the start of the second year of Russia's war in Ukraine, which has killed tens of thousands. Blue and yellow Ukrainian flags in the winter wind held high above the crowd. The rally-goers huddled closely together around Ukrainian ambassador to the United States, Oksana Makarova, who offered gratitude. Thank you, Americans, for each weapon, for each taxpayers' dollars of help, for each prayer. And 10-year-old Maya Ayer of Morristown, New Jersey, wrote a little rhyme for the occasion. Supporting Russia is a sin. We won't stop fighting until Ukraine wins. Rally-goers, including the ambassador, asked for continued support for Ukraine from the United States. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. See more coverage on WTOP.com. D.C. leaders used a recent meeting to stress the importance of safety in the classroom. They also discussed whether that would mean more police in schools. Zarita Eastman, a student at KIPP D.C., made clear her support for school resource officers. Having more experienced and educated professionals in our schools provides a safer environment. D.C. Police Chief Robert Conti also spoke during the D.C. Police Oversight Hearing held by the Committee on the Judiciary and Public Safety. He expressed support for the program, which is down to only 40 SROs in D.C. schools. And I'm not saying that the police are the be-all, the end-all, but we are an important part of that equation. Danielle Robinette with the Children's Law Center spoke out against the program and discussed alternative models like restorative justice programs. You can support students and the needs that they have without being a police officer. The committee will review comments and determine next steps. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Virginia's General Assembly dropped the final gavel Saturday on this year's regular session. Lawmakers in Richmond squeezed through major energy legislation legislation and a stopgap budget before adjourning. But disagreement remains on the broader spending package, including an additional $1 billion in cuts requested by Governor Glenn Youngkin. Negotiators will have to work out details on that plan, which legislators will have to return to the Capitol to pass in a special session later this year. A Baltimore judge is ordering the release of a redacted version of an investigative report. That report details sex abuse allegations against more than 150 Roman Catholic priests in the Archdiocese of Baltimore. The report will also look at the response by the Archdiocese to the decades-long history of abuse. According to court filings, the nearly 500-page report identifies 158 priests accused of abusing more than 600 victims over the past 80 years. The Baltimore Circuit Court Judge Robert Taylor said in his decision to release the report, he did it because the victims suffered from decades of systematic injustice and the only form of justice now may be available as a public reckoning. Dan Ronan, WTOP News. If you see lots of emergency responders around Metro's Wheaton Station today, that's a drill. Metro and Montgomery County emergency responders will hold a full-scale emergency exercise at Wheaton Station from opening until approximately 2 p.m. The exercise will simulate real-world conditions to test the operational and evacuation coordination and interagency communications between MTPD, Montgomery County Fire, and Rescue Service and Montgomery County Police, Metro Rail and Metro Bus Operations staff, on-scene responders and support personnel. Coming up, there's part bipartisan support for keeping the assistance coming to Ukraine. We'll talk about that with WTOP's Mitchell Miller.
1207. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about, but you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. How was your drive to school? Let me tell you. I had to get my iced coffee first. I just can't seem to put it down. My favorite rapper just announced a tour. My phone was buzzing like crazy. I'm so excited. I had to text all my friends right then to talk about it. Then someone started calling me and... Let's try that again. I turned my phone off right away. I never drive distracted. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. It's 12.08. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s to Carlos Ramirez in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thanks, Stephanie. We're going to take a look here at the outer loop of the Beltway, the ramp that takes you on to northbound 270. We want to uh, say thank you to Dave Dildine out there for letting us know exactly what's going on. The outer loop of the Beltway onto northbound 270. That ramp has the left side blocked right now for some crash activity. Maryland Department of Transportation says at least one vehicle off of the roadway, so be extra cautious. Remember, you know, we often say when it's when, when there are wet roads to be careful on ramps, but just in general, be careful on ramps. You are uh, going very, very fast, and then you're turning abroad. You know, got to be careful. As of now, again, the left lane is blocked, so stay to the right-hand side of the roadway to get by. Uh, you should not see any delays. Just be careful, again, as you try to get onto the ramp itself. I-95, BW Parkway, looking good. 50 looks great from the Beltway out towards the Bay Bridge, and you got your standard traffic patterns. No work zones closing the westbound span tonight. You're good as far as that's concerned. Inside the Beltway, 50 looks good. No issues as you make your way onto New York Avenue. Uh, looks like it's a little crowded near Bladensburg Road, but nothing to write home to mom about. Third Street Tunnel looks good. Southeast-Southwest Freeway looks great, though the the ramp to South Capitol Street looks a bit crowded. I'm not hearing any reports of any crashes just yet. Uh, however, I did hear from a listener that the southbound side of the 3rd Street Tunnel, the ramp that takes you on to 395 towards Virginia, is partially blocked. Sounds like a uh, some sort of police activity. Somebody got pulled over there on the left-hand side of the roadway. So as you head southbound on the 3rd Street Tunnel, approaching the ramps to take you to 395 and 695, you will likely find uh, one of those uh, troopers out there with another person. So be extra cautious for them. Looking for a safe used car, well, Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Carlos Ramirez, WTOB Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Steve Prince of Valley. Early on this Sunday, it'll be a mostly cloudy and chilly start in the 30s, but by the afternoon, a great finish to your weekend and the day. Upper 50s, the high with clouds giving way to sunshine, a nice breeze, and warmer temperatures. Sunday night looks mostly clear and cold. I would say mid to upper 30s will do it in in Washington, but upper 20s in some of our coldest suburbs. Monday, mostly cloudy. Another round of showers arriving. Highs will be in the lower 50s. Maybe a leftover shower early Tuesday, then gradual clearing. Breezy warmer, middle 60s. I'm Storm Team 4, meteorologist Steve Prince of Valley. It is 34 degrees outside the WTOP studios, brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 12-11. Ukraine is now entering the second year of the war with Russia. And while some in Congress are skeptical of providing more U.S. aid, there's considerable bipartisan support to keep the assistance coming. 
WTOP's Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller takes a deeper look at the issue. When it comes to this war, we're not forgiving and forgetting. South Carolina Republican Senator Lindsey Graham, who says he has little doubt that the U.S. support will continue. We're going to continue to flow weapons to the Ukraine so they can defend themselves and evict the Russian invaders. Financial support to keep the lights on and stand by the Ukrainian people. Their fight is really freedom's fight. Graham is a bipartisan co-sponsor of legislation that would designate the Wagner Group, which is a Russian paramilitary entity, as a foreign terrorist organization. Its fighters include thousands of Russians who have been let out of prison on the condition that they fight for Vladimir Putin. An ally of Putin's runs the group. Connecticut Democratic Senator Richard Blumenthal is a co-sponsor of the legislation aimed at Wagner, known as the Harm Act. We should take this moment the first anniversary of Putin's murderous invasion to say that the world will not tolerate groups who murder, torture, savagely enable Putin's criminal invasion. A group of House Republicans, however, still believes the U.S. is putting too much time and resources toward protecting Ukraine at the expense of domestic issues. Rhode Island Democratic Senator Sheldon Whitehouse says there's nothing wrong with oversight of the aid, and he says lawmakers have let Ukraine's President Zelensky know the assistance is being closely tracked. If there are questions about the integrity of the treatment of the U.S. funding and the U.S. munitions, you need to be completely crystal clear with everyone in Congress making sure that you can reassure them that that is being handled. The U.S. has now provided well over $100 billion in aid to Ukraine, including military, financial, and humanitarian assistance. And the Pentagon on Friday announced a $2 billion commitment that includes more ammunition and high-tech drones to continue the fight. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. Coming up on WTOP. More women than men at risk of having a heart attack if they don't get enough sleep. I'm Ann Kramer. It's 1213. What's one of your favorite memories? <laughs> That's a tough question. Um, well, there was this one time I went camping with my parents in a forest back when I was maybe like eight or nine. And um, I can remember one night we were laying out in our hammocks and we were just, you know, watching the trees rustling in the wind above us and... We could hear the sounds of the forest all around us. Frogs singing and owls calling and the creek running nearby. It was amazing. It felt like we were a part of it all. I don't know if I do it justice trying to describe it, but I'll definitely never forget it. Most of us have a memory of being in nature we'll never forget. Let's protect the world's natural places so more memories can be made. For generations to come, visit worldwildlife.org. At the YMCA, finding your why starts by making an impact together, touching lives for the better. It can be the gift of time or treasure, supporting a community through talent without measure. Here, compassion fuels commitment, finding fulfillment through enrichment, serving and improving. What a way to live and what a gift it is to give. Find your why and get involved today at ymca.org for a better us. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Now to Frank Hanrahan. 
Great way to kick off the MLS season for DC United with a come from behind 3-2 victory over Toronto FC at Audi Field. Down 2-1 to one in extra time. Two goals scored by DC getting the victory 1-0 on the very young MLS season. DC United with that 3-2 win over Toronto FC at Audi Field. College Hoops, tough one for Virginia Tech, getting blasted at Duke. Number six, Virginia, upset by North Carolina down in Tobacco Road. In Foggy Bottom, GW beats LaSalle. George Mason goes on the road and tops Dayton. Navy falls to Colgate. Howard was a loser at North Carolina Central. Capitals routing the Rangers 6-3 on Saturday afternoon to snap a six-game losing skid. T.J. Oshie, Evgeny Kuznetsov, two goals apiece. Wilson Milano also scoring for the Caps. Turn right around, visit Buffalo on Sunday afternoon. Wizards visit Chicago Sunday as well. No Chris Stapps, Porzingis, Ford ruled out because of knee soreness. That's when their spring training opener on Saturday, taking care of St. Louis 3-2. XFL, D.C. defenders beating Vegas 18-6. Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. It's 12-16. New information on the quality and amount of sleep you're getting and what it means for your health. If you have a hard time falling asleep, staying asleep, or getting good quality sleep, you're at greater risk of having a heart attack. A study published in Clinical Cardiology found that women are more at risk than men because women suffered more than men do with insomnia. And as you might imagine, having things like high blood pressure, diabetes, or high cholesterol can boost your chances of having a heart attack even more. The author of the study says it's also about how long you sleep each night. Five or fewer hours of sleep each night is also putting you at greater risk. She says put the phone, the iPad, or other devices away when you go to bed. Try to sleep in a cooler room that's dark and quiet. Try to do something to calm yourself down so you can fall asleep and aim for seven to eight quality hours of sleep each night. Ann Kramer, WTOP News. The post-pandemic back-to-the-office movement is already taking a toll on workers. Rebecca Armstrong is an adjunct philosophy professor at Indiana University Northwest in Gary. She says she's already seeing evidence of high worker burnout rates. The research shows that at least 70% of executives want workers back in their desks in the office. And 70 to 80% of workers want to remain working remotely or have that Coming up after traffic and weather, the top stories we're following for you this hour. Ukraine's president is pledging to push for victory a year after the Russian invasion of his country. Chilling in Southern California takes a new meaning as the Southland is inundated by rain and snow in nearby mountains. And federal environmental authorities order a temporary halt in the shipment of containment contaminated rather waste from the site of a fiery train derailment in eastern Ohio. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. Traffic and weather on the 8th to Carlos Ramirez in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thanks, Stephanie. We're still watching the accident scene on the outer loop of the Beltway. It's actually on the ramp that takes you on to northbound 270. Our Dave Dildine did send us an image of this. It's actually blocking that far left lane. And looking at the camera, it looks like a few of those emergency vehicles are actually pulling away now. So within another few moments, you should have all lanes available to you. But be cautious and regardless, 
does sound like one vehicle was off of the roadway and into the wooded area. So it's possible that despite the lanes being open, there might still be some activity over on the shoulder as they try to handle that situation. Again, this is on the outer loop of the Beltway, trying to head northbound onto I-270. Otherwise, 270 looks great. No delays between Frederick and the Beltway. If you're doing any traveling headed up towards Hagerstown, for example, you're not going to see any delays. If you're coming down towards uh, Frederick from Hagerstown, you will see a work zone. They're actually over on the shoulder just before, or rather just as you make way past the exit for 66. So be aware of that. No real slowdown there. Just uh, be aware of the cones that will be over on the right-hand side. Inside the Beltway, things are quiet. 50 is up to speed. VW Parkway. Even DC 295 looks great in either direction. No slowdowns on the southeast-southwest freeway as you make your way over towards 395. In Virginia, for the most part, everything looks awesome. Very few work zones. The one that I am noticing, though, is going to be on the eastbound side of the Dulles Toll Road. They were out there last night. They're out there again tonight, and they will be until 7 a.m. What's going on? Well, the eastbound ramp. From the Dulles Toll Road and Access Road from both, onto the northbound side of 495 is closed. You cannot head onto northbound 495. That is to say, you cannot head onto the inner loop of the Beltway from the Dulles Toll Road. Keep that in mind. And it does seem like part of the ramp from the inner loop onto westbound Toll Road is also partially blocked. So you're going to need to plan ahead. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Steve Prince of Valley. The weekend got off to a wintry start, but it will end on a spring note. Early on the Sunday, mostly cloudy and chilly. We start in the 30s across the WTOP listening area by the afternoon, topping off in the upper 50s as clouds give way to sunshine and nice breeze and warmer temperatures. Sunday night is mostly clear and cold. We're into the upper 20s in our coldest suburbs, probably upper 30s in the district. Heading into Monday, turns unsettled. We'll call it mostly cloudy or becoming mostly cloudy with some showers arriving. Temperatures lower 50s, maybe an early shower Tuesday, then gradual clearing, breezy, warmer, middle 60s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Steve Prince of Valley. 34 degrees outside the WTOP studios brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. Coming up, we'll talk about what the Supreme Court thinks about student loans. It's 1221. If you came across someone struggling with hunger, how would you recognize them? By their clothes? Their age? The way they speak? Would you notice a 16-year-old boy who got his first job, not for extra spending money, but to help feed his little sisters? Or a mother who's in between jobs and sometimes goes to bed hungry so her kids can have dinner? Or a 14-year-old girl who signs up to every after-school activity not to make friends, but just to get something to eat? Or a retiree who fell ill and had to choose between getting medicine or groceries. I am the one in eight Americans who struggle with hunger. People you pass by every day but never knew were hungry. I am hunger in America. Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IamHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America, 200 Food Bank Strong, and the Ad Council. It's happening. You ready for this? The biggest names in golf. We're coming. In the hottest new place to see sports. To the CW. It's Live Golf on the CW. Welcome to the party. Live on the CW from Mayacoba, Mexico. Rock solid. The new season of Live Golf tees off. What a shot! Stream Friday on the CW app and watch live Saturday and Sunday on the CW. Watch live coverage of Live Golf this Saturday and Sunday starting at 1 on DCW 50. DC News Now is coming to DCW 50. Join us for the late night news, not too late, 10 p.m. 
We're covering the stories of the community by being in the community. With three bureaus and our D.C. location, we're going to have all the information you need to close out your day. Don't wait up. Enjoy your late news a little earlier, 10 o'clock with us. We'll see you for D.C. News Now on DCW 50. Tonight, 10 o'clock. D.C. News Now on DCW 50. Tonight at 10. This is WTOP News. It's 1223. The lingering burden of student loan debt reaches all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court. One justice says it may not affect his judgment as the high court hears arguments on a White House student debt relief program. In his memoir, My Grandfather's Son, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas writes that a friend suggested declaring bankruptcy to get out from under the, quote, crushing weight of all my student loans. Thomas rejected that idea, and as the staunchest conservative on the court, he's expected to oppose the White House effort to relieve $20,000 in outstanding student loans. Of the seven justices on the court who are parents, the investment records of four show that they have piled money into tax-free college savings accounts. That's Associated Press correspondent Jackie Quinn. In Maryland, oversight of the state's troubled 529 college savings plan could shift to the state treasurer's office, and there could be a wind-down of those prepaid college tuition plans. That's the gist of legislation set to be introduced in Annapolis this coming week, according to Senate President Bill Ferguson. Last year, Maryland's 529 board temporarily halted interest payments on the prepaid tuition accounts after an accounting glitch. Parents who invested in the account accused the agency of suspending access to accrue interest, leading them to lose tens of thousands in anticipated earnings and having to find other means to finance their child's education. At Johns Hopkins, I'm Elizabeth Tracy. Frailty is a condition that develops among older adults characterized by weight loss, inactivity, weakness, slow walking speed, and exhaustion. Now a Johns Hopkins study shows that declining ability to smell may predict the development of frailty. Otolaryngologist Nicholas Rowan, one of the study's authors, explains the finding. There's some evidence that says that maybe sense of smell is just not one of these bad things that can happen to us. And if you have enough bad things, then perhaps you're at bigger risk. It is 1225. Money news at 25 and 55. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. The government is declaring war on junk fees, those unexpected extra charges we often find added to the cost of goods and services. The Federal Trade Commission is considering a rule targeting such practices, but Bloomberg Law's Evan Weinberger says junk is in the eye of the beholder. And the FTC is not the only agency that's running into that same conversation about what constitutes a junk fee and what doesn't. Sellers say these fees reflect the cost of providing a service, such as airline baggage fees. Hotel resort fees are another. They say, what are you paying for? You're paying for the right to use the stuff at a hotel that you've already paid to stay at. In some cases, Weinberger says regulators can bring about more immediate change. If they deem anything to be unfair or deceptive, they can reach a settlement and stop those fees from being assessed, even without a rulemaking. The FTC initiative has generated over 10,000 comments from privacy advocates, trade groups, and others. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Coming up after traffic and weather. Criticism of the Virginia governor's review of advanced placement black studies. I'm Dick Iuliano. 1226. 
Hi, I'm Mike Richmond of the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs with this message for veterans. Did you serve in the military?